What's going on, guys? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host, Ryan, with you guys today. Unfortunately, neither Nate or Dorian could join me today, but you have me, you know, in my opinion, the best co-host of the show. So, you know, couldn't ask for anything better. Uh, Always a pleasure to be on the show. Talk to all of our listeners out there. Before we get on with today's interview, I want to urge everyone to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen on. We're on all major podcast hosting sites. So make sure you go ahead, subscribe there. And give us a follow on Instagram at QF Podcast for some awesome content and show updates. But with that, we're going to get into today's interview. And it's with pleasure that I can introduce Deshaun Stevens, linebacker for the University of Maine. Even though you are a rival of my college, JMU, you know, still a pleasure to have you today on the show, Deshaun. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great today. Thank you for bringing me on the show. Um, again, even though we're rivals, you know, up the field, <laughs> man, we find ways to join up even through all of this. Hey, man, you know, like I said, absolute pleasure to have you on, especially a talent like yourself, being able to talk to you today, man. And, you know, getting on, starting right off the bat with the first question I want to ask you, one that I like to start off with, with all of our guests on the show, is that, you know, taking it all the way back to your start of your football experience, uh, why did you start playing football? And, you know, after that, more specifically, why linebacker? Um, it's kind of funny. My reason why I started playing football it was actually in the summertime, I remember before, my mom said I got to do, like, an activity or sport. She's like, all right, so what do you want to do? And I'm pretty sure the two options was, like, karate or swim or something. <laughs> and I'm a football. I said, all right, I like football. i seen it one or two times before. And then sure enough, what, 12 years later, here we are right now doing this. Um, the reason why I started playing linebacker is actually the first position I ever played. My coaches put me there. Outside linebacker, and I started playing ever since. Was, I was actually confused at one, not confused, but not even the second year. I was playing D line afterwards. So coming back to own, I mean, D, uh, linebacker was just meant to be, I guess. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, you mentioned how you know you were put at linebacker from the start. Uh, you know, do you think that helped you uh, throughout your experience? You know, having the, uh, you know, the experience of just playing the same position throughout your entire uh, career. Oh, of course, definitely from when I was a kid, because we playing from Canada, um, our field is bigger. We have one more player in the field and playing linebacker, you were pretty much covering space as well as playing the run. Um, definitely having the ability to play like outside linebacker from when I was younger. And then I'd say probably once I got, um, became a teenager is when I started playing more inside linebacker. And then after that, you know, early development coming to the States and playing here is where I really got to pick up more of learning the position itself. So each, you know, period has been a different time to learn the position and just help build my skills in a different type of ways. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, you mentioned your experience of playing in Canada and then coming to States and how different it was. You know, can you uh, can you sort of take us through uh, the adjustment you had to go through, uh, you know, moving from Canada to now playing uh, in the States? Oh, of course. Um, I'll say this just from like an early tip, but like not tip, but early thing was like I got my first experience playing against kids in the States from like those um, Youth All-American games. I remember the first one I played was the East Bay Youth All American game, and that was a cool experience. And then we played other games against um, the ISAF international teams for Team USA. That's what's up. So I got like, a little taste of what I was like that competition before. But definitely being immersed fully into school and playing ball here with a commitment of being in the weight room, commitment of doing academics, commitment of, you know, trying to get your you know, best foot in with the team and trying to be like, you know, even though you're not from here, you're not necessarily from this whole country, you're still just a person. So all that stuff is like, hey, I'm just trying to, you know, be myself and be the other people and just keep going from there basically. But it was basically a great, cause you know, just came in that right mindset. Just keep working hard, keep trying to grind each, each and every single day. And sure enough, I was able to earn the respect of my people around me. So that's basically how I got a good way in from making that change. 
Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, you talk about, you know, all, all this experience you have just pretty much playing in Canada and in the States. Would you, where would you say is the uh, competition better in Canada or is it a bit better in the States? Competition, I'd say they're better in the States, but like we're not losing anything from playing football back home in Canada. I'm from Toronto, and I can definitely tell you how many different games, how many different kinds of pieces of talents I've seen from inside the city, outside the city, different provinces and that type of stuff. So there's always skill. There's always ballers around here in this part, you know, up here in the north. I think for us, it's just about building up that foundation. But obviously, if you want to compare the two, yes, the States has a more reputation, talent, everything, you know, that's football. That's where I identify with. So there's no doubt about that. Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, to, to stay uh, on topic more about, you know, your hometown, where you're from, uh, did you happen to watch the uh, hockey game last night? You know, at the time of this recording, uh, the U.S. did beat Canada in uh, hockey last night for gold. Did you happen to watch that? No, nah, but I've seen, I've seen the stats <laughs> that far. Do you, you watch uh, any other sports uh, in your free time? Oh, of course. I like to watch basketball, number one, of course, primarily. Um, I will watch soccer games here and there. Um, I will occasionally. Usually, if it's on, I'm chilling, watch a baseball game. So I try to like immerse myself as much as different sport. Oh, MMA, come on, MMA and boxing. <laughs> that's me up there too. Come on. Um, but yeah, just try to watch a different variety, different type of sports. You know, I just I'm a big sports athlete guy. So I'm the type of absorb and watch all of that I can. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, clearly, you know, pretty much everything about sports there is to uh, to mankind. Uh, you know, I know you mentioned NBA, and obviously, you being from Canada, are you a big Raptors fan? Come on, dog. That's my, that's my, that's my squad, dog. Yeah, I, hey, love my I mean, hey, the start they've had this season, man. I mean, what's going on with the Raptors? Yeah, man, you just got to figure out. <laughs> well, first of all, you got to figure it out. Every new team has to figure it out, and that's what they're doing. We lost Ubaka and Gasol and other key players off the bench. So, you know, they're trying to pick it up. Some people are asked more, you know, being asked to do more on the plate. So it's all about that adjustment period right now, and I feel like they're going to figure it out because they got pride and they play like that all the time. So, I feel like in a month or two, they should be more comfortable. And any case may not be, I'm not saying that. I don't want that. But I feel that, you know, if you don't go the best like we have in the past, it's okay. We've been there before. It's just about figuring it out again. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. You know, Raptors always been a fun team to watch. Big fan of, uh, you know, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, all those guys on that squad. So definitely, you know, agree with you there, man. But uh, getting back on track to uh, talking about football, you know, your experience, why we're here today. Uh, I have a couple questions on, you know, the overall experience of playing linebacker. You know, a lot of us average fans just see you guys on the field, you know, playing the run, playing the pass, trying to get the interceptions. But obviously, there's a lot more to that position than, uh, you know, average average fans really think about. Uh, in your opinion, what do you think is the hardest part about playing linebacker? Um, it's a combination. It's understanding that, well, especially playing Mike and knowing that you're the one getting the plays and calling the defense and basically help set up to adjustments. Obviously, you have support from people around you, but my biggest thing is you have to be probably the most prepared person on the field, and that's every single week, and that's for practices, and that's for, you know, doing that in every aspect and way, whether it's in the weight room or just trying to be, you know, on time, trying to watch as much film as you can with your coaches, with your with them to break down the game plan, study the game plan. It's having to come in by myself afterwards, come watch the film by myself, key which players, key what's going on with the different linemen, the running backs, what the quarterback like to do, what is he, is he the read guy, does he like to move around and get to the ball where it gets to. So just basically trying to find as much information you can as a, you know, as a person, a person that people rely on the defense. And that's more of the mental aspect. I'd say definitely, you know, coming in and making sure that you have your guys on the same type of mentality, at the same time giving that same effort, at least on the field during practices and off, you know, taking care of themselves during the season. So it's definitely a lot that goes into just being part of that position that, you know, doing sure you're doing it right, 
and holding yourself accountable and holding your other people around you accountable as well too. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, I really like how you mentioned mentality, having the right mindset to be able to play that position. And that kind of leads me to the next question I wanted to ask is, you know, obviously playing uh, playing for Maine, you know, put into a lot of big moments on you know, on the field, uh, you know, a lot of the pressure on your back. Uh, how does that pressure affect you on the field? Uh, I can definitely agree back to my freshman year. Um, at the time, I didn't play, I didn't start, but I got to go on a third down third downs, I got to go D and a pass for us. So that was my first sample of playing college football. And, you know, at first you're kind of nervous because obviously you want to play football, but you don't know how your level is going to match up. Obviously, it's supreme confidence here up in the mind, you know, whatever. But until you actually go out there and see what you're doing out there, it's all about, you know, building yourself up. And for me, it's basically what it was. Um, you can start at the bottom and try to figure where you're out once you get the opportunity. And for me, I felt the same thing. Like, you'd feel there early on different games. I uh, remember UNH, my first game, it was like, you know, you can go in, try to make some plays. Um, after that, I remember busting, I sprained my ankle. So I was kind of like hobbled for a little <laughs> bit. But then afterwards, um, it was him up to anywhere against, we played Albany. And I remember that one key. It was like the fourth, it was the four, it was fourth quarter. They were driving the ball. Pretty sure it was a tie game. I know we were up three by a field goal. And then I happened to get a sack on third down. So that was the first play I remember, like, I remember ever making really. remember people in my style I noticed me my teammates know it's like okay he can make a big play when we need to and that's kind of I felt like you know that kind of pressure or you know the anxiety not anxiety but the pressure started slipping coming off and going away after a while so that's where like I truly remember that making a like a switch in my mind yeah man definitely you know I really like the story you described you know showing up in the moment getting that big sack is definitely some very awesome stuff man uh kind of uh shifting gears to a different uh topic is talking about you know your recruitment process before going to Maine and obviously for you it's a lot different than uh, I would assume than guys uh in the states you know being from Canada can you sort of uh take us through the process you went through uh you know your whole uh recruitment process and eventually uh leading to uh going to Maine yeah, I remember I went to boarding school in Connecticut at the Kent School. Um, it was my repeat year of grade 11 or my junior, repeat junior year. Um, me, my roommates, and my coach drove down to Rutgers for the camp, actually. Um, we pulled up over there. I remember seeing the coaches. We went exactly to the field. Um, the crazy part is I'd asked the coach who I just randomly seen, you know, if he can point me the direction of so-and-so because that's who I spoke to. He sent me on my way. I went through the drills over there. did well, blah, 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 blah. I feel good with myself. And... Literally, as I'm coming back to the sideline after doing the drills in the field, um, the same coach who I'd spoken to before asking for direction was the one who um, offered me, which was Coach Jerry Simiak. He's the one that ended up, that same person I asked earlier was the same one that ended up giving me my offer to go to the Maine. Um, so I remember from that, that was basically like the world's biggest shock to me because I didn't know how this process had gone. I didn't talk to anybody before, especially being from, from Canada. I didn't know like how this would work. So I, for, for me, I'm like, Coach, is it real? <laughs> this is how it goes. I'm like, this is how we get a D1 offers. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, okay. I remember, like, you know, the most happiest, most joyful off of that. Like, I was happy for that. And then, um, you know, um, unfortunately, other schools didn't pan out the way they wanted to, but I made a lot of trips that same summer, too. Um, different places. I must have gone to UMass. I definitely drove to Philly, like, the night before. Me and my mom went, like, at least seven, like, six, seven hours, whatever, straight to Philly to the camp. Um, went to at least three more different schools trying to get somewhere. But you know what? At the end of the day, I end up where I'm supposed to now, and I made the most out of opportunities. So I'm thankful and appreciate for it regardless. Hey, well, 100%, man. You know, I really enjoyed that story. You know, it really shows how, like, you know, connections you make can lead to some great opportunities, like for uh, yourself. Uh, you know, do you have any other, uh, you know, fun recruitment stories, you know, with, uh, you know, other schools that were possibly looking at you that, you know, you sort of uh, stick out in your mind? 
Yeah, the most like the most one to me that stood out was um, we were at school for a training camp, and then I'm just there because we're in Kent, Kent, Connecticut, and I've asked people who live in Connecticut themselves, do you know that place? And they look at me like, no. So I'm like, okay then. Uh, I remember I was in the training room one day for a training camp, and I'm in there getting ready for it for practice. And I ever see one of the coaches from UMass just walking through the door casually. I'm just like, everyone's looking at me and looking at them. I'm like, bro, you didn't tell nobody you was pulling up or nothing like that. He's just, you know, whatever. Like, he came all high energy through the door. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I'm not complaining, but for me, like, all right. I mean, I didn't know you were coming, but it's cool either way. We'll we chat it up, do whatever you got to do just to go through it. So that was one of the funny times I remember, like, someone, like, you know, putting the effort and trying to talk to me for the recruiting aspect. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, that sounds like a very, you know, I'd be pretty, uh, pretty surprised by that. Just a college coach just walking in ready to talk to your, the, all the guys on the team, you know, very funny moment right there, man. Uh, you know, kind of, uh, going more, uh, to your uh, career right now at UMaine, you know, obviously lots of very bright moments for you at the university of Maine. Uh, is there any moment specifically that, uh, sticks out to you as, you know, kind of your favorite on the field moment, uh, throughout your whole career so far? I know you mentioned the, uh, the crucial sack you had on third down as well um for me um i have someone from us winning the ca championship in 2018 um just because of the accumulation of all the different things we have gone through in that year just honestly for the program and you know actually achieving that you know the top status or whatever that that's moment was special to us especially knowing the things we endured that summer and just where we left off in 2017 um it left a bad taste from over there. And we had the right group of people who all wanted to do better as an individual and as a team. And we had great leadership from people on that team. And we just all pushed and carried each other along for the way. Um, we did have a tragedy in that summer, which I'll never forget, when we lost Darius Minor. Rest in peace always. Um, I won't say tragedy brought us together, but it definitely made you be more appreciative and humbled all of us and just, you know, brought everyone together to really focus on a common goal to commemorate his memory and commemorate him and something like that. And basically that, that, that moment, not that moment, but that whole year was kind of like building our identity into what the program is now and that type of stuff. And it's a really like, you know, credit to the people down there who put the, their, their, their blood, sweat and tears and hard work into making it what it was. Oh, that moment to me probably like sticks the most out. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, some amazing stuff. Uh, like you said, you know, awesome moment. Uh, you know, talking more about your experience at UMaine, you know, obviously a very great school to be attending. Uh, can you sort of uh, tell us about the uh, the university, uh, what your uh, major and minor was, and, uh, you know, how campus life was? Um, I major right now in history and I minor in child development. Um, honestly, child, I mean, campus life is, um, is interesting in a way because it's hard to um for a lot of guys out there especially guys on my team and other black athletes out there there's no respect to the people out there but when you know when you're only few of so many out there and you know you know see other people around you look like you were talking at you at times it can be difficult at times it can be hard to adjust on campus and that type of stuff and for the most part the guys you know they don't really sometimes they are phased by different things that happen or being adjusted to that kind of stuff and seeing it i know i, I definitely was because i never been to maine i didn't know what maine is where people call themselves that way that how they, they identify that type of stuff and yeah, like, you know, it's all different type of stuff, but we all come together as a team, whether it is, you know, on the field, off the field, whatever. And we just have to find different ways to have fun and keep building memories together. So I feel like even though there may be some type of a little, like some form of disconnect from what's going on out there and, like, you know, the whole campus wise, those guys still do a great job of, you know, bringing anybody and everybody they can together. And that's a credit to them as my teammates, whoever it is, you know. 
they don't let the differences in their way stop them, only unless they know they really have a problem or issue with it which, when they get handled accordingly. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, the key word that uh, I like you mentioned is adjustment. You know, I think that's what, uh, you know, every, a lot of people go through when, uh, you know, adjusting from high school to college. And, you know, one thing that sort of, uh, you know, popped up in my mind while you were talking about that is, uh, you know, the the student athlete role, you know, comes with a lot of responsibilities. Uh, how are you able to adjust to that, you know, having to uh, juggle the responsibilities, also being, you know, student with work, with tests and exams, and also, you know, having to go to practice, having to play in games on weekends? Um, it's crazy. Um, at least when you first come in on Twitter, because you know when you're a freshman, you come in not knowing or not having, you know, you know, not seeing the expectations, but you don't know what to expect coming over there fully unless you hear from so and so. But you will never know until you're actually in it. So having to wake up from like five some five thirty a.m. to be ready for your six a.m. workouts, having to afterwards check in with your coach personally face to face to know that you're awake and you're still going to whatever making sure you're eating something throughout the day and not just, you know, going to your back to your room and trying to sleep it off or whatever, just eat, you know, at some point. Then going to classes for the whole day from whatever, you know, whatever your schedule set up, coming back to the field house around three o'clock. Like that's what it was my freshman year, but coming back over there, you got meetings. After meetings, you got practice. And after practice is when you want to, you know, get some food into you or something like that. And that's pretty much the everyday adjustment. And then there was the weekends, but those got to travel, got to travel. Um, so that's just my own personal experience. And I just want to side note too, I just give credit to the freshmen on my team now because they do been going through COVID this whole entire time. So they even have, well, every every freshman really everywhere right now, I can't even that, but especially mine too, like they've been learning how to go through the flow and basically, you know, pick it up as they go, especially with, you know, everything being locked off in a sense. Well, those guys have been doing a bang out job of, you know, coming ready to work every single day, trying to be, you know, hungry, trying to be, you know, as competitive, trying to be, just get better every single day out there. And, you know, that's a big credit and a big shout out to those guys for doing that. And shout out to the teammates for helping those guys out whenever they can. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, very unfortunate, like you said, that the uh, freshmen have to go through, uh, you know, adjusting during this uh, COVID period. You know, definitely very unfortunate for them. But uh, one thing that, uh, you know, I that uh, popped up in my head while you were uh, talking about the adjustment is, you know, the travel time on weekends, going to away games. Uh, personally for you, is, are there any, uh, you know, fun memories that you have, you know, traveling with the team to an away game that uh, sticks out in your head? Um, there's too many moments. Honestly. <laughs> I can't even like like you can just talk about the bus rides and people cramping up and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, <laughs> I can remember us specifically flying to Utah for me to play the game against well, we Weaver State. Um, just being on the plane, everybody was like acting like kids in the back, but we were having fun in there. So like who like any day like I don't, who cares? Like I don't care. Like as long as we're having fun as a team, as a family, like that's all that matters to me. And you know, trust me, you're having too much fun in that plane. Basically. That's what it is. I ain't going with the diesel, but we're having too much fun that plan. <laughs> like that. But that's what you want, though. That's what you're supposed to mean. Like, especially if you're going from a whole East Coast or West Coast flight. Like, you would want that going out of there. So, you know, people don't have to feel the whole, like, you know, impact of going down on that type of long flight. So that's basically the biggest one I can go into. I feel like that's a, that's a perfect <laughs> Yeah, for sure, man. You know, you know, talking about having fun with the teammates, you know, that creates a bond that, you know, you'll never forget with uh, your teammates. Uh, what does that bond mean personally to you? Uh, for me, I just I, I value and appreciate a lot. Um, again, like you, you, you gotta understand, like you're there for a once in a lifetime opportunity. At least going to the Arizona sport. That's how I see it. Man, like I don't get opportunity like this often. I have an opportunity like this, and just knowing who I am, like I try to keep the relationships I have with people real, and try to keep it, you know, as as genuine as I can. Um, and not just because it's a football team, but just because yo, know, you're another person. I'm another person. I'm a social respect and that type of stuff. 
Um, again, that's just me in the day, so I try to do my best that I can. Um, definitely hasn't been easy for myself trying to be readjusted through COVID. I can have a bit for everybody else as well. So it's not just me, but again, everybody has their own issues. I can definitely admit it's been challenging for me in my own different ways, trying to be the best person I can, be the best, you know, form of myself that I can. But again, I just give thanks and I have people out there that support me and give me the love I need for stuff like that. And definitely the people around me, people over there at the school too, definitely my teammates, they're the ones who picked me up and family, friends, loved ones, all that stuff who keep pushing me. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, always great to have those people around you who keep pushing you, want to see you succeed. So definitely some awesome stuff to hear. And that kind of leads into the next question I wanted to ask is, you know, being an athlete like yourself with such a, you know, high platform, you know, being uh, being looked at uh, looked at by, you know, these uh, scouts, you know, by fans, all of these people around you. Do you think that being an athlete makes you personally a better person? I think it helps highlight your true abilities and talent and skills. Um Either, either way, you were instilled with the characteristics and, you know, mindset that you had growing up as a kid from either where you're from, from the people that raised you, from, you know, just your everyday environment from when you're around. And I feel like once you get asked to be a student athlete, especially at um, at the collegiate level, I'm not even going to say Division One, but just at the collegiate level, you're being asked into a whole different world right now where you're asked to do, and you know, be accountable, show up for these different type of things, be asked to push yourself as hard as you can, and ultimately challenge yourself to keep finding ways to be a better athlete on the field and off the field, which, you know, in a way only builds you up as a person because you're learning how to keep, you know, keep learning new skills, keep learning new ways to be as versatile and be as dependable or be whatever as you can. And that's just a testament to who you are as a person and what you're trying to achieve while at your institution. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, talking about fighting through adversity and, you know, challenging yourself, you know, back in 2019, when you were voted team captain, you appeared in one game before suffering a season ending injury and in, uh, your season opener against Sacred Heart. Can you sort of take us through the uh, rehab process you had to go to, you know, obviously uh, Achilles tendon injury, very bad injury, uh, you know, always a shame to see players go down with it. But uh, what did you do to, you know, bring yourself back, make yourself an even better player now and just, you know, fight through that injury? Um, just on the injury side, it was just you got to be patient with it. Um, I knew obviously the severity of my injury off before you know, as soon as it happened, and obviously having it confirmed. But then it's just about you can't rush it because again, your Achilles tendon is the arguably, I mean, it's your strongest muscle in your body, so like it's not going to happen. You could try and put as much weight, put as much force in the world as you want, but nothing's going to happen if you try to rush it. So just being still, you know, cool and steady with it, especially through my rehab process was the biggest mindset. But it didn't mean you come ready to work. It didn't mean I wasn't hungry. It didn't mean I didn't want to be back out there with my friends and teammates and that type of stuff all over again. But it was definitely just making, you know, having the right mindset. And definitely being around my peers gives you that extra boost. My teammates need that extra, you know, mindset. And just obviously, you're not asked to be a football player in the field, but I was still asked to be a leader and a captain, which are, you know, who I already am off the field as well. And that's just trying to help out my teammates whichever way I could. I talk to some of the young guys and just point them on to some game or coach them up or do whatever. Just keep being that positive, you know, image and role model to the guys. At the end of the day, it's all about us. It's all about enough for the team or whatever. It's all about your boy beside you. And for me, that's the kind of the way I kind of got to, you know, build myself up too, physically, mentally, you know, yeah, physically and mentally while being on the field. So, you know, having the, 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 the ability to even be at practices and games afterwards, it helped give me a new pair of eyes. I hope to have a different mindset. Understanding, like, I can help a lot of people, including myself, doing this right now. And that's what I'm going to keep sticking to. And so, you know, everybody gets the best out of each other and out of ourselves. 
Yeah, definitely, man. You know, mentioned how you're a leader, you know, great guy on and off the field, always there for your team. I mean, it shows in the stats, you know, you're one of the uh, main best defensive players, like, in history, in my opinion, you know, crazy stats. And, you know, you're going to be able to show that off uh, this season, obviously, with uh, with the Colonial Conference being shifted to the spring. Uh, what are you looking to do this season? You know, what are you guys uh, striving to do uh, in terms of this spring season? Because, obviously, it's going to be very different not playing in the fall. Am I right? Yes. Um, this is the team, bro. The whole message I told them from even before I got here in 2019 was, you come to win a championship. I'm busy with the school history whatever case may be, just come out there trying to win. There's a lot of people on the especially in this team right now that have a lot of proof themselves or other people they want to just because of the type of dogs they are. And at the end of the day, like, that's all you need is out there. I feel like a bunch of dogs on both sides of the ball who just want to get after that. I really truly believe in that. And that's what we're trying to instill in each other every single day. And definitely those who are going to be there for the spring season and keep hooping, doing their thing out there, I can't wait to see what they're going to do because they've been working hard, extremely hard to, to come out there and be the best players that they can. So, for them, I already know. I say every single day, like, come prepared to win a championship. Be able to come with a championship mentality. Be ready to go as hard as you can. Keep pushing each other. Keep being competitive. Um, individually, man, like I said, this this, this is what I've been dreaming of. This is what I've been thinking about from the day I got hurt from, from jump. Um, I can't explain it because football has given me every opportunity in the world. Give me every, you know, possibility to help change myself, my family. Family's lives, and stuff like that. So just having even six games on the belt plus playoffs, we're going to playoffs. But just having that on the, on the table again, that just means the world to me. That just means me coming back and having an opportunity to show everybody that I believe I'm the best. I'm sure I can be the best. And so that I was a better player now than I even was before. And it's just about going out there and not even just having fun again. That's the biggest thing to me, having fun out there and doing the type of thing I love. Because, again, this is what got me this far, thankfully. And again, just having that chance to build with my teammates means the world to me. Yeah, definitely, man. So what I'm guessing what you're trying to tell me right now is I should be on the lookout for me when y'all play JMU. Should I be scared? Yes. Yes. Just just flat yes. out yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Word. Y'all y'all gonna take us down this year? Oh yes. I'm not capping either. All right, all right. I don't care. Like, even when you're going to play ball, like, either way. Like, <laughs> plus, you got some fun out there. If you got some family, old families that you guys know, if you don't remember. So it's definitely going to be fun playing against those guys again, you know, just having those old vibes. Yeah, 100%, man. You know, looking forward to that matchup for sure. And, you know, you speak very highly of your teammates, you know, wanting to win, wanting to get that championship. Uh, out of all of your teammates, uh, which one are do you, you know, like the most, I guess, you know, uh, which one really stands out to you as a, as a leader like yourself? Uh, for me, it's not just one. There's a lot of dudes out there. I couldn't sing out one person, especially with, Everything that's been going on, especially with a lot of these guys putting more on their plate, definitely. Um, there's a lot of people, well, especially now too, with other things happening behind the scenes. Um, each different group has been some type of leader, some type of person who's been in the program. Like in DBs, like you have from corners, you have Shaquille a lot, you have Kelly Joseph, safeties, Rich Carr has been there, Air Robson, the guy's been there for four years. Like these guys have been in this program and basically built themselves up through it. D-line, we have new guys playing. Not new guys, but definitely younger players who are watching the older guys play and getting their few minutes now. Being actually a lot now, they're playing again. They'll start, they'll start in minute, minutes, sorry. So looking forward to those guys doing their best and being able to tee off when they go out there. Because I know they're prepared. I know they're ready for it. So for them, it's just about going there, about doing it. Um, linebackers, too. Um, we have a good rotation, especially with the other young guys coming with development. 
Adrian Otero beside me at well. He's been playing. He's been starting from last year, and he'll do better from before. Um, you got a mixture at Rover with Ori Charles and um, Miles Taylor. Those guys are two really good players out there. So they always come with the, you know, always come out there ready to go, and they bring that type of, you know, energy you want for the position out there. And then even offensively, too, you got a lot of guys being asked to step up and do more. Um, Sean Bowman, tight end, is one of them. Um, Andre Miller, receiver. Obviously, Joey, Joey. He's our quarterback, but he's been making great strides from the day he got from the day he stepped in actually last year. He's been doing nothing but going up. All those guys have actually in this program. So it makes me, you know, happy and excited to see them have a chance to actually lead a team out in this season and know that, you know, you guys are ready for this moment. Y'all gonna handle this. And if anything, I'm here to help you the best way I can and we all gonna do this together. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, it sounds like the culture at University of Maine is just like top notch. You know, you guys are out there. You want to win. You want to succeed. So, you know, definitely some amazing stuff to hear, man. And before we wrap this one up, you know, last question that I wanted to touch upon is obviously we mentioned the uh, coronavirus pandemic, how it's affected everyone's lifestyle in terms of, you know, on and off the field. Uh, For you personally, how did the uh, pandemic uh, affect your own lifestyle, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, getting to train, wanting to uh, practice with the team and also just, you know, your everyday lifestyle and what you were doing um it's been difficult different ways obviously um especially coming off of 2019 a lot of different things happened i lost family members i suffered a possible career-ending injury it's not the worst case scenario in the world for me don't get me wrong but it's definitely my challenge in adversities that i went through and it's just you know about building yourself back up and, and trying to you know be patient with it and, and it wasn't easy at times for sure even some days now it's still not even you know, easy with it when it is, I can't keep it real with myself. How can I keep it real with people like that? That's just me trying to be truthful right now. Like, I haven't played a ball in a minute, and it's hard to say, you know, you really feel like you're yourself again until you have that, you know, you feel that feeling again, do the things where you really feel like normal again in the sense. But in this time that it's been offered me, I've just been trying my best to keep building myself up as a man, as a person, just doing different things. Um, I say each day has been, you know, a humbling process of trying to keep building that up, that, that, that top, you know, goal or whatever. And it can't just be until football comes around again for you to finally feel that that same way. But obviously, once it does come back, I feel like everything I've implemented and other people who helped me to this point and supported me and gave me love is only going to come out naturally, you know, help me be the man I was envision myself being. Yeah, definitely some awesome stuff, man. You know, like you said, being patient and just adjusting, which seems to be, you know, a very big thing for you, just adjusting to the, the current new lifestyle and just being patient and, uh, you know, getting through it. So, you know, definitely 100% agree with you there, man. But with that, that wraps up our interview for today. Uh, Deshaun, I want to thank you so much for being able to come on the show and talk to me today, man. Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, man, just thank you for the opportunity out here. Um, obviously, I wish you and everyone you know and people who listen to this Keep being safe, keep being staying strong. Um, other football players out there, just keep grinding, keep working hard. You know, I'm telling you, no matter what they tell you, no matter what the case is, you can come back and do the things you want to do. Just keep working hard for it, you know. Um, shout out to my teammates, of course, to them, just having the time to be out there. Um, all love to people back home, too, for giving me, you know, being at this moment now. And uh, obviously, go Blackberries because we're going for the top. That's hey, it. I got I gotta say roll Dukes right after that. We're go, we're coming for the top this season. But you know, great stuff, man. You know, uh right back at you. You hope everyone, you know, all your teammates, all your family, and you yourself, you know, stay safe during this pandemic. But with that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and we'll see you guys next time.